Gemara Yomad Daf Ayin Chet Masech. It's been dedicated anonymously to that slacha of those that are trying to have children. Shashemi Barechotam Bezarah Hayav Kayama Amen Kenyiratzon. If you remember on uh, yesterday's Daf, we um, we talked about a. Uh, body of water that trickles out of the Kodesh Kodeshin and eventually the water trickles out throughout the city of Yerushalayim and it trickles from the Kodesh Kodeshin very very you know small drops and as it expands it gets bigger and bigger and more violent so the Gemara now is going to go back and explain the uh, the amount of water that comes out Amar Rabbi Pinhas Again, this is This is something that didn't happen yet. We're waiting for it. But initially it comes out of the Kodesh Kodashim in a very light, uh, light flow. Like the antenna of Hagabim, of grasshoppers that are very, very narrow. And when it gets to the peta of the hechal, so then already it gets a little wider. Naasa kehut shel sheti. So that's the on the loom. That's the long string. That's the one that goes to the length, which is a little wider than the antenna of a grasshopper. As it spreads out to the ulam, naasa kehut shel erev. Then it becomes a little thicker, like the uh, the, uh, the, the 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 loom. The uh, string that's going to the width. The chiban shigia el petah azara flows out of the azara na asa kepi pach katan. Now already becomes wide, the size of a small jug. Ba'inu ditnan we learn the masechet bidot the bi eliezer ben Yaakov omen mayim mefakin. What is mayim mefakin? This is the waters that are going to flow. Uh, at the shiur of pia pach, so they call it mayim mefakim, melashon pach, atidim liyot yotzin metachat meftana bayit. Eventually, the bayit shalishim, the third temple, these waters are going to flow. Now, as you continue moving on, mikan ba'ilach mitkaber ve'oleh, and now the waters start to rise. At shemagia lepetach ben David, until it gets. To the house of David, which is in Zion, which is going to be outside of Yerushalayim. Now it becomes like a torrent, a very strong current. And it's going to be so uh, abundant that you can use it as a mikveh. You can go to the mikveh. Who can go there? Zavim, Zavot, Nidot, Biyoldot. They'll be able to use it That's That's for the paraaduma. You need mayim hayim, and this is mayim hayim. It's a natural a spring. So therefore, zav all of them are going to be able to dip in there. I heard on this gemara from Yehoshkel Abramski, Alav Shalom. He said something beautiful. He said that you see from this Gemara that as the water was close to the Beit HaMikdash, it's small, 
It's calm. But as the water gets further from the Beit HaMikdash, it becomes more violent and more, more dangerous and more high. To come and teach you that when a person is close to the Kiddushah, so then he's settled and then he has Beit But the more you move away from the Kiddushah, then already it starts to become more chaotic and more troubling. As a lame is to say that the Kiddushah obviously brings a person to Yeshuvah Da'at. Let's just read some of the Rashis here. Let's start on the top Rashi, Mefakim. Kemin ha-pachen, kishemagi'in me-miftan Good, that's all we have to read. Amad of Yosef, Mikan, from here we have a Remez regarding the Tevilah of Benida. It says, when does she go to the Mikveh? Only when it gets to Petah Bet David. By the time the water gets to Petah Bet David, it's already, you know, like we said, it's a very, very strong waters and very high waters. Remez, Lenida, Shesenichal, Lishev, Ad Savara, Bemayim, which is the waters have to be so high that she, when she sits, it goes up to her neck, because that's how high the waters was in that place over there. That's she. Mikan remez l'nida. Medela karela ra'ui l'nida atshemitkaber kenachal shotef shemagia lefetach betavi. Which is why couldn't she go to the mikveh before that? I mean, if, if it's a forty se'ah issue, so the kaura you have a ma'ayan already way before that. Why did she wait? Oh, when they get to betavid. Then already it's So it sounds like it's giving you a higher shi'ud. You need a shi'ud already of, of depth in the mikveh that it has to reach her, what she's sitting to reach her neck. Now, it's true. It doesn't say anything about reaching her neck over here so that she's going to say that. Even though it didn't say it's, it's deep enough that it reaches her neck. Right. Which means, obviously, it's got to be deep. And the, the Gemara comes along and concludes, however, it's not the halakha. The law is 40 se'ah. And we don't know how it is, even if it's not deep. So long as the lady can dip and cover her whole body, even though when she sits in, it's not going to cover all the way up to her uh, neck, doesn't matter. 40 se'ah is 40 se'ah. And that is the shi'ud of mikveh, even though it is not amok. Rabotai, we now continue back to the laws of Yom Kippurim. Uh, we learned uh, earlier on yesterday's nap, if you remember, that on Yom Kippur, we allowed the fellow to walk in the puddles, in the water. If he had sorek mitzvah, so we said some cases like the rav, who was giving a shi'ud, and the Talmud wants to go to the Rav's uh, shi'ud, we said, that's a sorich mitzvah, so we allowed him to walk through the waters on Yom Kippur, even though he's getting wet. So we said that that's a nechitzah, that's not for ta'anug, it's a mitzvah, and therefore we said it's okay. So the Gemara now is going to continue on that subject. The Gemara says, Shabbat di'ika men'al mai. So the question over here is, let's say on Shabbat, he's wearing a men'al, which is a type of shoe. Is he allowed to go into the water? Well, what's the, uh, what's the concern over here? We're worried, if you remember yesterday, we said that the shoe might come off. And if it comes off from the water, what's going to happen? He's going to come and carry it. So do we make a gezerah that a person cannot go into the water on Shabbat with the shoe? Amar Nehamiah. 
He was the son-in-law of the uh, president. Ana hazite lerabi ameh verabi aseh dematu leurkema demaya. I saw them on Shabbat. They got to the urkema demaya to this puddle of water. Veavruha derek malbush, and they went across it wearing the shoes on their legs. So you see over here, it's mutar on Shabbat, and we're not hoshesh that it might fall off. Beautiful. So the Gemara then comes along and says, Man'al, you're able to tie it to your foot tightly, securely. But a sandal, it's not tied to the foot so much. So therefore the Gemara's question is, would you say the same heter by sandal? Amar Rav Rehumi, Ana chazitel ravina de'avar derech malbush. I saw him going even with the sandal. So therefore you see there is no difference. Look at that, she's sandal mai. Beautiful. The Gemara comes along and says, Rav Asher Amar, Sandal lechatechila lo. Oh, what does it mean lechatechila lo? So I saw the explanation lechatechila lo means that if you know, before you leave the house, if you know already that you're going to have to cross an arkebat de maya, don't wear a sandal. If you're wearing a sandal already and now the arkebat de maya comes already, that's with the avad, you can cross it. But to, to wear it lechatechila, knowing you shouldn't. That's what it means lechatechila lo. So Gemara comes along, because again, where it might fall off, and it might come to carry it. Rej Galuta Ekla de Hagronia, the name of a place. Lebe Rav Natan. Rafram, Vikulu Rabbanan, Ultamid Akavim, Kung Rafram, Atu de Firka. So they came to the Derasha of the Rej Galuta. Ravina lo Atta. However, Ravina did not show up. Le Mahar. Which means the Rish Galuta was upset. So therefore the next day, Rafram tried to clear Ravina's name in front of the Rish Galut so he could explain himself why he didn't show up to the Shiur. It wasn't personal. He says, So Rafram asks Ravina in front of the Rish Galut, I didn't come to the Shiur yesterday on Shabbat. Amar so Ravina says, Hava ka'ivli kar'ai. I had a problem. My leg, my foot was hurting me. And therefore I wasn't able to walk. So he told him, Rafram, Iba'alach limesam misaneh. You should have put on shoes. Then the shoe would cover your foot. You can walk. Then what I says, Gabba de hava. It was on the top of the foot. And therefore I couldn't put shoes on. It would hurt. So at the top of the foot, so it's open top, the sandal. So then you should have put on a uh, sandal, you could have walked. I couldn't. There was a urkema, there was a puddle over there, and I wasn't able to walk. You should have walked across it. When you're wearing it, what's mutar? So Rabina tells him, and according to the way we learned it, it's very good. 
because he knew there was Arkemad de Baya. So then we said, I can't wear the Katayla knowing that I'm going to go across. So I was stuck. I wasn't able to wear it. Which means he wasn't able to wear it on Shabbat, Ravina, and then we couldn't come to the Shi'ud. The story before he wore you know, before the story. That was because he was on the road already. On the road already, where it's busy, It's okay. He wasn't expecting this. Right, very good question. I did it already, he's asking. And you have to say over there, he's talking about what? He was on the road already, and now what happened? Urkimata Mayak came on the road. Okay, so it's okay. But here we knew going in, therefore, the Katari Lalo. Rashi. By the way, you see unbelievable Musar over here. That's the mitzvah. If you know guys that claim you could fix the, uh, the tension, so you try, to, you try to fix it up. So basically, what happened after that? When he explained himself, so the goes, oh, it was a, it was a Shalakat Shabbat concern. It wasn't personal that it wasn't come to him. I should, okay, but he took the Sina away. Lev Shalom is beautiful. I'm the Hakamim. Beautiful. And therefore it's not going to hurt you. Foot. Not going to hurt you. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. That has some moisture in it. So therefore, what's going to happen? When you sit on it, it's not going to dirty you, but there's some moisture that comes out of it. And that moisture is going to give you a hana'a. It's like a hana'a of rechitza. So therefore, it's going to be a surashi al-gabetina. Interesting. So it's not going to be rechitza. Just some of the water is going to go on you. You get cooled off. Then you're gonna feel uh, you're gonna feel good. I'm gonna be Yoshua Ben Levin. How wet does it have to be? Betina metapachat. When it has to be uh, really uh, moist, that you know it gives out some moisture. How much? I'm gonna be uptofeya amenat latvia. That means it's so moist that if it gets on the person, subsequently, if somebody touches the person, he'll get moist also. So it's enough to <laughs> moisten and moisten something else as well. Amar Rav Yehuda, mutal etztanen beperot. Interesting over here. Person, let's say, wants to cool off on Yom Kippur. So what does he do? Takes some fruits, and the fruits are cold, and he puts them on his body, and he cools himself off. Ayat ta'anug. And there might be some moisture on the fruits also. But that's not considered a ta'anug, that's asur. That's not considered... Rechitza. Uh, okay? And by the way, exactly. You see over here that fruits are not mukseh on, uh, on Yom Kippur. I would have said maybe since you can't eat them, so maybe they considered mukseh. Uh, Others can eat them. So therefore, it's not a sud legamnes, and then we don't make a gezera that you might come to eat them either. So therefore, you see for me that they allowed them to cool off. Huh? The coffee beans. The coffee beans, the lemon. Rav Yehuda mitztanen bekara. Rav Yehuda used to cool himself up with the gourd, also another type of item, vegetable. Rabba mitztanen biyiduka. It seems that this kid was was cool, the baby. So he would hold the baby on him, and the baby would cool him off. Rabba mitztanen bekasad kaspa. He would take a piece of metal, silver. The silver cup gets cold. 
and would put the silver cup on them, because then it's hot on Yom Kippur. They have to figure out ways how to cool themselves off. And that was considered okay. That was not considered a, um, an issue. Amar Rav Papa, Kasa de Kaspa. If you have a kos, let's say, made out of silver, and what? Male, if it's filled, asud. Why, what's the asud over here? You're not washing yourself with it, you just want to cool yourself off. But if it's filled to the top, you're worried that some of the water is going to fall out. And if the water falls out, now you're ready to come to the chitzah. Therefore, they made a gezerah. Chaser, but if it's not filled to the top, shari, why? Because we're not worried that it's going to spill. However, the fahra, fahra is a course that's made out of hairis, pottery. Idi vi idi asud. Whether it's full or whether it's even partially full, asud. To cool yourself off. Why? Mishum de mishchal shahil. Because the, uh, the hairis, I guess it, um, it's, it, it, the pour, it's porous, so water is able to go through. So therefore, the one that cools himself off on the hairis as if he's cooling himself on the water. Rab Asher Amar, Kasad Kaspa, a course that's made out of Kesef, Haser, Name Asur. Even if it's partially filled, when we just said it's Mutar, Rab Asher says Asur. Why? Meshum, the Mizdareb, because it's, it's uh, slippery. And we're worried about the cup might slip out of your hands, the metal, and therefore the water might fall. Rashi. Metpachat, Mekia Maim, Male Asur, Shema Yishakhu Maim al Besaro. Right, so that's Unbelievable. So Zaira Bar he was the host of all the tzaddikim. All the rabbis would come and they would stay by Zaidi Bar Amar So one time Zaidi Bar said to Rabbi Yosef, Beret Rabbi Yosef's son, the Rabbi Yoshua Ben Nevi Bar Arya. He said that Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rabbi Yosef ben Nevi, Bar Arya, uh, is a son of a lion. They call the Tabidah Khamim lions. So he says, Ta Emalah, come, Rabbi Yosef is telling him, Milta Me'liyata Da'aba Avid Abuk. I'm going to tell you stories about your father. Your father used to stay here. So have Shimush. I saw what your father did. So he calls the son and says, Come, let me tell you some of the things that your father did over here. Mitpachat. Hayalo be'erev yom kippurim. Yeah, like a, a, a handkerchief or a, a towel or sudar. And what? Erev yom kippurim v'shora ota b'mayim. Would douse it and soak it in water. Ve'oseh ota kimin kelim negubim. And then what? He would uh, squeeze it out in order to just make it uh, that there's no uh, you know water technically dripping anymore from it. So it's a moist towel. And then what? Amazing. He took this moist towel. There was no hashash now of sechita anymore because already he squeezed it out from before. And he would pat his face and pat his body with it. And he was not concerned about the isud of rechitza. Now, 
קטעת. ערב תשעה באב, שורה אותה במים, he would soak it in water as well, ולמחר מעבירה על גבי עיניו. Here it's interesting. On Erev Tisha B'Av, it doesn't say he, he, he squeezed it. Because obviously on Tisha B'Av, you don't have a Yisud of Sechita. Okay, but you still have a Yisud of Rechitza. So now it's very wet. But they say because he only put it on Gabi Enav. He only put it on his eyes. On Kippur, when it was fully squeezed out, he put it on his body just to cool off. On Tisha B'Av, you have a Yisud Rechitza also. He didn't wash it on his body. Because then on top of his eyes, maybe there was like... Uh, you know, just to cool himself off, so that was considered mutar on Tisha B'Av. Let's read the Rashi over here. We have... Mitpahat Zudar, Kimim Kelim Negubim, V'ani Shamati Dehachi Garsinan. Erev Yom HaKippurim, Mevi'in Lo Mitpahat M'Kaneach Bayadav, Ulamachad Poshtar Ma'abira Al Enav. The day before Kippur, he, used it, he washed his hands with, to, to, to basically squeeze it out. And the next day on Yom Kippur, Unbelievable. So that's the, uh, that's the first version of this, um, this, of this the, story over here. This is the Miltama Aliyata, the asking show us something. Yeah, it's a shimush. Right. I want to know the rabbi, it's mutar. If it's mutar, we were learning a tremendous shimush over here. Now, you see over here that uh, it sounds like from this version that they weren't mahmir under the chitzah tisha be'ab. Like on Yom Kippur over here. Because already they didn't, he, he, he didn't squeeze it out. It was very wet. That's why I'm answering. It could be that's why it says he didn't do it over his body. He only did it over his eyes. So therefore, you know, he, he was lenient like that. V'chen ki ata raba barmori. V'chen ki ata raba barmori. V'chen ki ata raba he soaks it in the water. And he puts it under his head so it doesn't dry out. Oh. Now this story is telling us that he actually washed or patted. Same story. He would squeeze it out. And then what? Which is exact opposite over here. <coughs> Which was on Kippur. It was ma'avir al It could be that uh, in this case over here, on Tashabi'av, it was a wet towel because he didn't really dry it. And he was could be that the Isur of Rechitzah on Tisha B'Av is not as severe as the Isur of Rechitzah on Kippur. Because on Kippur it says what? V'innitem. It's a yan of Inui. So therefore, could be he was more lenient on Tisha B'Av than he was on Yom Kippur. Read the Gemara one more line. Amar le Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yirmiyah bar Tachlifah, Ibcha Amartlan, you told us the opposite, which means you told us that he would sohet it on Erev Tisha B'Av, and he would not be sohet it on Erev Kippur. And we asked you, hey, what about Sechita? But which means, but the way the story was told was not like you told it to us. You made it as if they made the Sechita Erev Kippur. 
But actually, the case was he made Sechitan Erev Tisha B'Av, and he didn't make Sechitan Erev Kippur. And that's what we asked on you when you told us the story. Hey, Hagam, what about Sechitan? David Rashi. We're going to have to explain it. We're going to explain it. Oh, so he dried the towel on Erev Tisha B'Av. Wow, which is which is very strange, and he has a siman to remember what he why that was the right story. I remember we asked you a question about something. So we know that that's what you said because I remember asking you a question. Hey, Rabbi, what about sechita? hachi kamar. Ibcha amar talan erev tisha be'ah mekaneach bayadav ulamahar poshta vechule. Right. So some say that no, the version was the same version, it's just that they still asked on him, hey, even if he dried it, eh, there's still sa'ita. Therefore, I, how, do you, how was he allowed to do it on Yom Kippur? But let's go according to the version that we understood. We can explain it that we see this many times in, in Shas, that but the words of the Rabbanan, and it's like that. Which is only the Rabbanan, so therefore it needs already because people are lenient. So therefore they squeezed it before and all that, so they don't come. Kippur, nobody's going to make Saitan Yom Kippur, nobody's going to wash Yom Kippur. So therefore, Adraba, because it's so Hamur, you're able to be lenient. Something that's hamur already does not need more strengthening. This, 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 the severity of the item itself automatically causes the person to be more careful. So that's the way we can explain <coughs> this sugya over here. All right, Abotai. Now let's go to the next sugya. We actually learned it recently in Sefer Ha'inuch. A Yisrael that has a firstborn animal. Behemate, Orad has born. He has to give it to the Kohen. It's one of the 24 matanot. The Kohen has to bring it on the Mizbeah. It's like a Kurban Shilamim. has to eat the meat in Yerushalayim like regular Kadashim. Kalim. The question is, if, let's say it has a moon. If it's a moon kavua, so it's Hunin. Doesn't matter. It's not to give it to the Kohen. And the Kohen can eat it. Bechol makom. She always able to sell it and give it to whoever he wants. When there's no Beta Mikdash, like we have now, so the Kohen gets the Bechol until it develops a moon kavua. And once he gets a mum kavua, he's able to slaughter it and eat it wherever he wants. That's the regular deen of Bechor. So the Sheila over here is like this. Amar Rav Menashya. Bar Tahlifa. Amar Rav Amram. Amar Rabba Barbar Hana. Shalut Abil Azar. Fine. Zaken. Zaken meaning Tabir Hakam. Viyoshev Vishiva. And he's actually a member of the Sanhedrin. Sarikh Litol Reshut. They used to bring him the Bechor to see if it has a Mum Kavua. He has an expert. Right? He's a Mumchai. So therefore the Sheila is, when the Yahweh is a member of the Sanhedrin, does he have to get permission from the Sanhedrin, like a simich, special Simicha from the Sanhedrin to rule on Bechorot? Or do you assume if he's sitting on the Sanhedrin, he's an expert already, and therefore bring it to him and let him make the rules. My What's the Savek over here? If he's a Mumhaya, he's a Mumhaya. If he's not a Mumhaya, he's not a Mumhaya. Which means, why should he have to ask the shoot? We could assume if he's sitting on the Sanhedrin, he has the, uh, the expertise. Why shouldn't he be able to, to check Bechorot? What's the Se'ela? 
The question over here is like this. Which means there's certain kavod uh, that they left for Benesiah. Certain she'elot give kavod to the Benesiah. That's their department. Nobody else has a right to, uh, to, uh, to check items like that. Ela let the Benesiah. So the question is, Sarikh li tol reshut, does he have to ask reshut from the nasi, or delma keman de zaken v'yoshem v'shiva, and Sarikh, which means, normally these she'elot go to the ben nasi. Okay? So normally a regular tamin acham, who that doesn't have uh, status like this, would have to ask the ben nasi, hey rabbi, can I, and they have to give him, you know, to give a ruling. Maybe you would think of Zakeh, the Sanhedrin, maybe already has a status. Does he still have to ask the Ben Nasi to make a ruling? So it's like a protocol question. It's a protocol question. That's all it is. We're not questioning if his expertise, but so he has expertise. Sheila is, we don't want him to break the protocol. Read that she. Sha'aluet Rebi al Azad Garcinan, Behu Rebi al Azad Ben Pedat. Zaken vi Yoshebi Yeshiva, Vihule, Amdina Besanhedrin, Sheen Hacham Matir etabehor bi Yahid, Lirot et Mumo, Ella in Kenna Talri Shutman Hanasi, Pamahat. You gotta get a license, bottom line. You gotta be, uh, what do you call it, registered or, uh, you know, you have to get a Hetet uh, from the Nasi at once, at least. What's your Hetet? Pamahat, once, once, whatever. Exactly. Those Nasi gives you approval. Certificate. Exactly, certificate. You're certified, you're certified to rule on the Chorot, exactly. Right, this is sitting on the Sanhedrin. He needs also the Nasi knows about Bechorot himself. Ah, uh, Hazak Baruch. Ah, very good. Don't misinterpret Nasi as uh, political. Nasi means the Gadol Ador. Right? Like we saw Pirkei Avot. The first one was Nasi, the second one was Abedin. Yosef Ben Yo'ezer, Yosef Yo'anam. One's a Nasi, one's Abedin. Nasi is Gadol Ador. Like we say, Nasi Mu'etzet HaTorah. Today, the Nasiya the, the of the Mu'esim. The president means uh, the Gadolador. Amar bin Sadok, ben Haluka, al Raglav be Amar. Okay, Sadok ben Haluka got up and said, Anira iti et Rabbi Yosef ben Zimra, shezaken ve Yosef ben Shiva, ya, ve Amad ben Ma'ala, be Zekeno shelze, ben Atal, reshut le Atir bechorot. Okay? And he went to the grandfather of this Nasi. This is old time. He's saying he went to the Zikino of this current Nasi that we have, and he asked for permission. So what do you see him over here? You gotta get permission, even if you're a Zakin and you're shaved on the Sanhedrin. Amar le Rabbi Abba. I'm sorry to tell you, Lo ka ma'aseh. That was not the story with the B. Yosef ben Zimra. Ela ka ma'aseh. Rabbi Yosef ben Zimra Kohen Oh, and they brought it, and he was a Zaken, and he was on the Sanhedrin, and all that, and they brought him a Bechor to make a ruling on a Mum. Now, I think I'm by it, and the Shela was like this. Halakha, can it be me'id? Do we say halakha, can it be me'id? That says, what, Bechorot? 
חשוד בדבר לא דנו ולא מעידו. That if a person is, we'll call it biased, in a certain halachic ruling, is he allowed to make a ruling on this over here or not? And this case over here, obviously, it's an advantage to a Kohen to say that it's a mum. Because if it's a mum, you finish, you slaughter wherever you want, you eat it wherever you want, it's funny. So therefore, the Kohen basically becomes a nogeya bedavad. So the she'elah is, can the Kohen make a ruling on a bechor where he has a interest? Or dilma? No, that is only ne'eman what? Al shil havero. Because al shil havero, Kohen's not going to make a sin for somebody else. Which means, en adam choteh velo lo. Even if you want to say for himself, he might, uh, you know, not see it straight. But I'm not going to come along and corrupt it. What, make a sin so that I can have a bechot? No, we're not going to say and what did he say? And if we can matir it for others. According to the first opinion, you cannot matir it not for yourself and not for others as well. Let's read Rashi on this over here. Wow, which as they're checking it, they give it a moon. Sorry, it has a moon. Right, which means, which means you still got to give the bechor to the kohen. But if it doesn't have a moon, what's going to happen? He's got to deal with it until he gets a moon. So it's a, it's a hassle. So then we'd rather just make it a moon right away and uh, benefit. Okay, so that is the. Um, Once it has a room, the coin gets it? Free. It is. And it's Holin. And he can eat it anywhere. So now there's that. Oh, so to, that, that's the big Sheila. What do we do with Bechor today? No, so today we have a big issue. So we have to make sure that food with a goy so we don't have this problem. Because otherwise, we, the guy's a farm and he's giving birth to animals. He's got to mark them. This belongs to the Kohen. Today we get around it in order to so we don't have a, a problem of the Shinyan of, 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 of uh, Bechor. Anyway, uh, that was the Gemara. The two. So that well, it wasn't a protocol question. The question was can a Kohen make a ruling on, on his own item? He wanted his own to do a He was a Zakain and he was a Kohen. And they brought him the item over there, and they wanted to know, can he make a ruling on his own item or not? No, so the Gemara came along and said that if it's for somebody else, it's mutas. So the boy was allowed to, because he wasn't making it on his own. That's correct. Not on his own. Not on his own. That's right. Not on his own. That means if they're asking for somebody else, and they give me the Samara, because if a, per- a person might be biased, to compromise halakha for his own benefit. But I'm not going to compromise halakha so this guy can be the hidden. That's uh, already the Havino takes away the bias. Understand how it works? Okay, Rabotai, let's continue. Vetu coming by, this is what we need. Betu kamebayale, we need it for this over here. 
באו לצאת בסנדל של שעם ביום הכיפורים. מה זה שעם? מה זה Here we get into the whole subject over here. Maybe they wanted to go barefoot on Yom Kippur. Maybe they didn't want you to wear socks. Who knows what? Forget about leather, leather shoes. But here the Gemara is asking a question. What about Sha'am? What's a Sha'am? Min Gomeh Shekorin Haivi. Right. It's a type of synthetic, not synthetic, but it's a grass or a type of item. So the question is, can you wear these shoes on, uh, on Yom Kippurim? Amad Rabbi Yitzhak Ben Nachmani Al Laglav. I guess no, no, because they're giving testimony. They're giving testimony. Ani shamati. So when you're giving testimony, it's Ahmad al-Raglab. Ani ra'iti. He's giving a testimony. Therefore, Ahmad al-Raglab. Ani ra'iti it Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi. She yatsab sadal shel sham beyom kipurim. Have a good day. I saw the rabbi. On Yom Kippur, he went out with Sadal Shal Sha'am. And I asked him, Beta'anit Sibur, Mai, which means, what about Ta'anit Sibur, let's say, the rains, like with the Ta'anit, where there's no rains, let's say, for a long, for a long time, and the rabbis make a Gezerah now that the Sibur has to make a Ta'anit, and sometimes these Ta'anit later ones become severe like Sha'ab, uh, Kippur, or Sha'ab Ali at least, and one of the things they can't do is wear shoes. So this is, are you allowed to wear that even on a uh, Ta'anit? Uh, What's uh, the question? Yom Kippur is the writer. Oh, no, 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 no. So it could be that Yom Kippur over there, that is a nyan of uh, Inui. So that's it. Inui, you fulfill it even wearing uh, Sha'am. But Sha'ekin on the, on the, on the, on the, on the Ta'anit Sibur could be was more Hamur. It wasn't a nyan of Inui. It was a nyan of, uh, they wanted you to be like an Avel or something like that. So therefore they treated it worse. That's, 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 that's his question. So anyway, he told them, Amar Li. And the rabbi told me, La Shena, he said the same thing, Tani Tzibur, Kippur, same issue, Muta. Amar Abab al-Barhana, Anira etit Rabil Azar, Demin Nineveh. She yatsa besandal shel sham, betani Tzibur. I saw him on Tani Tzibur. Amin alev, Yom Kippurim, Ma'ay. Amar li, La Shena. He told me, La Shena. Ashi. Betani Tzibur, Hanigzar al-Hagishamin. Betani Tzibur, Betani Tzibur, Betani Tzibur. Okay, so so far we're learning that shoes that are not, uh, that are made out of these material, so not all shoes, you can wear shoes on your feet on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yehuda, Nafik, Berehita, Dehitni, that was also made out of this type of reed. Abayin Nafik, Bidihutsi, it's made out of, let's say, the uh, palm leaves. Rabban Nafik, Bidiyable, made out of grass. Rabban Barbaravuna, Karich Sudara Akara, Benafik, that's like a sock. He took his garment, his uh, sudar, his hat, which made out of like a fabric, and he wrapped it around his foot, and he went out. That's also like considered like a man'al as well. That's she. Bidehitni min sha'am. Bidehuse sandal shel kapotimanim. Bidiyable shel asabim. Beautiful. Mativ rami bar hama. We don't have a second Shabbat. Right. Akiteya, the alin with somebody is lame. Doesn't have a, uh, a foot no alim. Leg was cut off. Yotze on Shabbat to the Shutrabin, Bekavshelo. Kavshelo, we said, is like a, a wood leg. They make like a form of a leg. And uh, 
he leans on the, uh, they put it on his shok, like they attach it to the shok over there, and uh, that's considered his uh, shoe. And why? Because it protects it, basically, uh, protects his foot. And then was Derek Malbush, it's mutat, the character, carrying the shoe. It's mutat, as long as he's wearing it, mutat. It's going to be meir. Why? Because since normal people do not wear such a shoe over there, it's not considered a man'al, and it was considered a masui, that was considered carrying. The tani alam, the shavin, both the bimiyin and biyosei omodeh, shasu laset bo biyom ekipurim. That means what? That they come along and say that this wooden shoe over here is asud biyom ekipurim. So therefore what? Ekipur asud. Forget about the, uh, 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 an issue of, of carrying. Even when I tell me it's not considered carrying, but it's considered a, it's a minal. And therefore, both rabbis are telling you, you cannot wear it. So forget about it. Now, Sha'am also should be a sunnah. Which basically is anything you put on your foot as a shoe, sounds like, is a problem. Read that she. Did it be a C or said? You'd say, I'm sorry, you're right. B'Shabbat, yeah. B'Shabbat. Did it be a C or said? Kasabat lav min alhu ho'il ve'eno shaveh bakot. Right, since not everybody wears it, so it's got to be shaveh lakot for the B.O.C. to be considered a malbush. And since it's not, they put it in yana v'hotza'ah. Right, which is according to the Biyoseh. Even though he just said a second ago, it's not considered a menal. That's why in Shabbat it's considered carrying. But he said, the Yom Kippur, he can't wear it. So what do you see over here? That all shoes, whether it's a normal menal or not a normal menal, anything you put on your foot on Yom Kippur, it's going to be considered uh, a problem. So this is a metiv. This is a, this is a question. question. Right. We just said Sha'am Mutah. Right. And now we see over here, Sha'am is Asur, because you see, what is, uh, what the Kaab is Asur over here? Even according to the Biosir, it doesn't call it a Min'al. But that says, Amar different. Hatam over there in the Kaab of the Kite that we said it's Asur to go on Yom Kippur, even though it's not a Min'al according to the Biosir, the eat be ketitin umishum tanug. Ah, over there it had like uh, some uh, fabric uh, where the place where it touches his shok, so so it doesn't rub against the shoe or the wood. They put like a felt or a type of fabric or even leather over there, and therefore it's like a cushion, so it softens it. Oh, so we're talking about a wood shoe with these cushions. That's why it's a suit, because it's ta'anub, because that, that's a pleasurable item. But regular wood, not a problem. Only ketitim is the problem. That's she. Ketitim, hatichot begadim ketanot, shehem nochot lo lismoch shoko alehem. And that's what, but a regular sandals of sha'am, <coughs> nothing, sha'am is uncomfortable. So as of now, it sounds like if you have those shoes with cushions, like in the soles of the foot. I'm issue. saying as of now, it sounds like a comfort is a problem. Yes, as of now. It's not one of the to be comfortable. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's the reason why they didn't want you to wear shoes. Leather, that's why. That's Inui. Inui, let's go. A shoe, a guy wears a shoe, he's comfortable. So therefore, they wanted to be different. Right, so the reed is not comfortable. But in this type of shoe over here, it was comfortable. It had the cushions. It's five Inui. What's the best of Inui? Inui means I want you to feel uncomfortable. So therefore, don't eat, don't drink, and what? No way shoes. So the Sheila is, is that considered Inui? Yeah, the Sham is considered Inui. 
we're far from the halakha. You're right. From this Gemara, so far, we see reeds. Some type of very barbaric uh, shoe that you'll have to wear. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar de Rabbah, if you're going to come along and tell me that this calf that the Kiteya wears, if you're not going to consider the Man'al according to the Biyoseh, the Biyoseh is not a Man'al, that's what the Biyoseh said, it's considered carrying on Shabbat. Kititim, Mashvele, Man'al. How does the Kititim all of a sudden turn it into a shoe? Which means if it's not a shoe, it's not a shoe. From, 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 from some simple savara, simple savara. If it's not a minal, the kititim are not going to turn it into a, uh, a, a minal. Behold, kol ta'anug delav minalhu biyom kipurim mi asur, which is basically a similar question that you're asking. Oh, so now you're telling me, well, sanug issue. That's why you will say the kakush kititim. Oh, ta'anug. Hold it. If it's not a minal, it's not a minal. Now, happens to be you're getting a little ta'anug. Where is, where, every ta'anug is a suit on the kippur. Then already we're going to stop posting other things. Well, one of the rabbis used to put the, um, uh, 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 the sudar on his foot over there. You know, it must be a ta'anug. He's not walking on barefoot. So obviously, oh, why, you, why, why, why are they allowed to put the sudar on his foot? One of them they say, oh, it's pleasure, but it's a cushion. And then you see what? The issue was shoes. If it's not a shoe... Not a shoe. Ah, you put some cushions on it. Where did it say that you guys, they, 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 they were said all types of tanugim on Yom Kippurim? If the kav, let's say, has a bet kibud, as God says, a, a, a receptacle where the uh, cushions are able to rest in it, tameh. So then it already has a deen of tum'ah. Why? Because regular kli'etz. The rule is of a kli'etz that has a bet kibud, it's susceptible to receiving tum'ah. And now over here, Michlal, Deresha, Labidit Le Ketitin Askinan. The fact that the Mishnah says, and if it has a bed kibul to old Ketitin, sounds like till now we were talking about a bed kav, She'en no Ketitin. So how did you make an Okimta on that Mishnah? They said, oh, you know why it was a Surah Yom Kibul? Because the bed kav, the kav we were talking about was Ketitin. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't. Ketitin wasn't introduced at the end of the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah said like this, the Kav, can you go out on Shabbat? Mahlokit, the Biyoseh, it's not considered a shoe, therefore it's a problem, it's going to carry. And then it says, V'im Yoslo Bet Kibul, no case. What, 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 what do you need a Bet Kibul for? Oh, to put Ketitin, implying that till this point, but not Ketitin. And you're coming along and saying, no, the case don't make Ketitin. That wasn't the case. So we're asking bottom line, a host of questions, knocking this uh, 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 question that you asked on us. You asked me a question, and you told me why kav is asud. So you see what even non shoes are going to be asud on kippur, and therefore sha'am should be asud. You want to answer? No, 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 no. The wood shoe is different. Kititin. If it's not a shoe, it's not a shoe. Kititin is not going to make it a shoe. And anyway, what is it? So you have some ta'anug. What's 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 the issue of ta'anug? On the Yom Kippur over here. You see the tzaddikim, they used to wear tzudarim on their feet. They wear and anyway, you hold ukimta that it's kititin, it's not so. Right? That was not introduced to the Sefer of the Mishnah. Read the Rashi now. You have any Rashi? Tameh. Yes. Mekabel tum'ah de la pishutek li'etu. Min al, no. Good. Ela marabah. Here it is, Rabotai. Le'olam 
דכולי עלמא, בן רבי מאיר, בן רבי יוסי בדקה, מנעל הוא, it's a shoe. And therefore you cannot wear it on יום הכיפורים. I, this other thing of sandal, that we said of ראיתני, and all that's made out of this other stuff over there, it's not considered a מנעל, and therefore it's permissible. בשבת, so again, we review. Kav is a shoe. Finished. It's a shoe for Shabbat, it's a shoe for Kippur, for everything. And the other junky type of shoes that we talked about, made out of the reeds and all that stuff, it's not a shoe. So if, if, it, so if it's a shoe, so the Chaurah, what's the Mahalukan on Shabbat? If it's a shoe, the Kiteya should be able to wear it and not be concerned about carrying. So Yabara says, Ube Shabbat, I believe What's the Mahalukan? Mor Sabah Rabbi Yosef says, even though it's a min'al, you can't go on Shabbat. Why? It's not sturdy. It might fall off his foot. And therefore he might end up carrying it. Al ba'amot, in the shul to the people. Mor Sabah Lukas He can't walk with that. He can't walk with that. Come on. First of all, it's a shoe. It's a shoe. So you can't wear it on Kippur. No, Sheila, you can't wear it on Kippur. It's a shoe. It's a shoe. It's a shoe. You can't wear it on Kippur. So, so if it's a shoe, so if it's a shoe, it's made out of wood. So wood is considered also... Wood is considered a shoe. And therefore, on Shabbat, it was not an issue of carrying. Because if it's a shoe, where is it? Finished. It's a shoe for the kiteya. It's a shoe for the regular guy. People wear wood shoes. It's not an issue of carrying. It's a shoe of gezerah. Will it fall off? Because it's hard to put it on the guy's cuff. So if it falls off, we're worried that he might come to carry it. It's me, I can come to help with his hand, he'll come and with his, he'll carry himself. But the point is, and the other rabbi says, wow, <laughs> it's not a gezerah. Read Rashi. Oh, so, so now comes out according to Rashi. We have a big, big, big suya here about time. So what did Rashi say? said that hitni and husa are not shoes. Beauty. So wood and leather. Exactly. So leather for sure. Leather for sure is a shoe. That stamp shoe is leather. And then what? Wood, Rashi is saying, the maskana sounds like it is a shoe. That's what we learned to sugya. So these clogs that they have made out of wood or something. And then you have these other cheap shoes that are made out of uh, these other, other materials. Exactly. Exactly. Now we have to see where carries other things fit in over here. If it's defined as a shoe, we should never... So over here, I'm just going to read you some maskanot. We learned it like Shittat Rashi. Ledat Rashi le maskana. מודים רבי מיבר ביוסי שקו שהוא עץ נחשב מנעל ואסור לנעלו ביום הכיפורים. What is a show? That's how we came out. אבל שאל מנעלים כגון ואיתני עוץ הערם נחשבים סנדל. מבואר ברמב"ן שלדעתו אף בשל שעה מותר שנחשב מנעל. Beautiful. אבל לדעת בלמאור כולם אסורים ביום הכיפורים. שהרי אמר אבל למסקנה שכולם מודים בקו שהוא מעץ שנחשב מנעל. And once you say the עץ is מנעל, 
They're all menalim. That's how he learned. Everything menal. And therefore, you're stuck on Yom Kippur. A sock, a sudar. Take the sudar's hat, which is a piece of fabric, and wrap a sock. Put it around your foot, and that's it. And therefore, it's machmir. That means the shonim that hold canvas for shorts and all the other stuff that we're wearing, fake leather for shorts and suit, according to Balamaon. And then we have a sefik doraita. So we're relying on Shitat Rashi to wear all these uh, synthetic uh, shoes over here. Wood would be a problem as of now. Wood for sure, according to everybody. Tadushes, once you learn wood, that she said only wood, but not the other items. But the Malamor said, once wood's asur, everything's asur. So he comes along and he says, the Maasilida Tarif that the Ram brought down, call mine sandalim, hutz mishel or mutarim. That's the Ram and the Reef. Even wood is loud. They have sandal shel etz. Oh boy. That's how we learned the sugya. Exactly. That was only talking about a type of wood that had some leather on it. If the wood didn't have leather on it, so therefore the Ra'an learned that how could it be a min'al? Yeah, it wasn't pure wood. It was wood that was had some leather on it. But if it was wood alone, nothing. So wood's not in Shuvah. And that's what we say, no leather. But according, and that's how Maram was supposed to say. Maram was supposed to say that anything that's not leather is going to be mutat. However, the Bach I saw brings down from his rabbis that his rabbis would not wear any shoes on wow. Yom Kippur wow. to be Hoshesh to the Bala Maor. Then we go barefoot on Yom Kippur to be Hoshesh to those opinions. Rabotai, we continue now in the Sugiyah. According to those opinions, I mean, but we take Maran the time. You don't have to be. Uh, so they didn't wear socks before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they wear socks. Okay, Okay, Let's get the kids now for a second. Kids can do anything on Yom Kippur. They can eat, they can drink, they can bathe, they can do sikha. Wow. For some reason, we were strict on them. When it comes to Neilat mm-hmm. Sanda, they cannot. Read Rashi. Mutarim bekulan bechol hane dematnitin achila, shtiyar, chisa, v'sicha. Beautiful. But Neilat Sanda, no. So the Gemara asks, Maishena Neilat Sanda, what's the reason why Neilat Sanda, the Ketrima Asud over there? I guess you have to say, the Amre inche avdule. Right, which means it was like this. A gadol is not allowed, whatever he's not allowed to do, he's not allowed to do it to a katan. If the katan does it on his own, you don't got to stop him. But the gadol cannot do it to the katan. So what's the reason why a katan cannot wear shoes? Because the people are going to say, oh, the kid's wearing shoes. How do you get the shoes on? His father must have put them on. Ah, so what you're saying that, so the Chavra, all the other things should also be asur. Which means, feed the kid. He must have fed him. He must have, uh, did all. Which for the same reason you're worried that the father did it, and he's not allowed to, so the other items should also be asur. Hanaknami amre in she'adilu. So the Gemara comes along and says, listen, 
נריצה ושיחה, אני אומר, פבלו, הם אתמול עבדי להם. They see the kid bathed. Yes, with wet hair. No, no, not no, wet hair. No, 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 I'm not wet hair. If they see the kid clean, okay. people are not going to say, oh, father washed him today. They washed him from Eri Kippur. Sikha. So how do you know that he... Oh, you see Sikha on him. That means he put it on today? He put it on from yesterday. The gel in his hair. He put it on yesterday. So therefore, at least on, the, on, on that items, already you can answer up why we, we're not making a gizirah. So the Gebra says, wait. If you're telling me already... that the people will not hoshed rechitza and sikha and they'll answer that the father must have done it yesterday so maybe you say he put the shoes on yesterday also sandal nameh eman meetmol avdile gemara zanar come down sandal lo efshar deetmol avdile why not? not because you're thinking think well I put the shoes on the day before if it's mutar why not? אלא דאמר שמואל, הימן דבעל למטעם טעמה דמיטוטה, במנת. The person wants to taste, the taste of death, לסיים, מסנה ולגנה. Let him sleep with his shoes on. Therefore, it's not the day for people to sleep with their shoes on. So they're not going to say, oh, they must have put them on before he put his stuff to the shoes. Father's not going to do that. So therefore, shoes, the only way you're going to say is that he must have put it on today. And therefore, it's going to be a suit. They have a big question that I saw brought down in the Sefarim. It says that the Tamideh HaChamim used to wear their clothes the whole week and didn't change, only from Shabbat to Shabbat. Erem Shabbat to Erem Shabbat. It sounds like they had their shoes on it also. So what happened to the Yisur over here? So it says, it's only talking about where you sleep uh, a certain Shi'ud, like uh, 60 breaths or something, where the Tum'ah is able to come in the prayer. But for prison, of course, otherwise you tell me, sometimes the guy's wearing shoes, and he's learning, exactly. and he dozes off, hey, he's wearing his shoes. No, 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 that's a, a nap. The only talk about when a person goes to his bed is to have the shinat, keva. Okay, but that, that, that but kippur was a problem, because you're going to sleep the whole night of kippur, that's shinat keva. And they're going to, therefore, they assume is, so it's a many tired. The reason why the kid can't wear shoes on Yom Kippur is because they're going to think that the father dressed him. We have any dashis on this? Do I have to be worried to take off their shoes? I always thought like a katan, you know, just... Sounds like you have, have to worry. worry. Sounds like you have to worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Just take care of it. Don't take it off. Don't worry. <laughs> Yomara says over here, Veha mutarim lekatechila ketani. Oh, Rav Sheila. The Braita says, Mutarim lekatechila ketani. It says mutarim, which sounds like what? That uh, we allow them to feed... and give drinks to the katan, and give him the chitzah, and give him sikha, the katarilah, even though he's doing it on uh, Yom Kippur. So therefore, obviously, it's not because of what the people are going to say, oh, he did it yesterday. It's mashras mutar, no isur. You're telling me what? That the reason why it's okay is because the people will answer it up, and they will say, what do you mean? It's mashma, they're telling the guy, feed your kid on Yom Kippur. Give the guy the drink on Yom Kippur. It's not a bit about the item as if you have to answer it up to say he did from yesterday. Mashmah, that's a suit. And if the kid can only eat on his own, you can even 
feed him. The Torah says, Ela hanach delab rebitayhu gazrube. Which means, things that do not impact his development, his growth, like wearing shoes. Let him wear shoes. Let him, let him not wear shoes. It, it does not uh, impact his growth. Ributayu is growth. Gazrubu rabbanan. And therefore what? We don't want to get nothing to do with the ketanim. They don't need it. It's not necessary. Hanak deribitayuhu. They need it. Kid needs to eat. Kid needs to have a bath. Kid needs to have uh, all these oils on his body. Therefore, Gidolim can do it. You understand what I'm saying here, Rabotai? A shoe, the kid doesn't have to wear shoes. So therefore, he doesn't need it for his growth. Don't let the kid put on the shoes himself. Like the father put the shoe on. But you're going to tell me what? You can't feed your kid on Yom Kippur. Yeah, he's going to die. He needs it. It's healthy. He needs Sikha. Need... So therefore, that's the simple explanation. You're not going to say, he did it yesterday. Feed him on Kippur. Abaye was a Yatom. He came along and said there's certain things that his nurse told him that are good for the development of the child. Number one, hot water, hot baths, baby oil. And what? Gadal purta, when you get a little older, biata bikutha, little egg with some uh, with some milk over there, they call it kuta. Gadal purta a little older, tibure mane. Let him uh, uh, play with uh, different type of items that he can break to let out his uh, frustration. <laughs> he bought him like these uh, cheap uh, vessels that were cracked already and let him throw them, let him break them. Let the kid play and break things. So when the kid breaks things, you know, he's growing, he's developing. What do you want the kid to do? It's not a museum. Look at that sheet. Right. If the guy sees him eating, you don't guys, oh, he did it yesterday. He did it today and he's allowed to do it today. Shoes are different. That's what only goes. So, bottom line, the kid has to put on his own shoes according to this camera on, uh, on Yom Kippur. We're not going to help the kid put on. Tie, tie my shoes. Can you tie your shoes on uh, Yom Kippur? You put them on. Can you tie them? Right. We have to see that. Lacha. Let's finish the Gemara. You need to wait for the kid to grow into his neshama. So the meantime, is wild. So that's a siman that the kid's, uh, you know, he just needs to develop a little more. So then the kid's frustrated. Let him go to the playground. Let him go play ball. Let him do these things over here. That's an old, uh, old, old lesson over here. And today, the kids don't do that today. The kids, now, what do they do? They're just playing on the computer. It doesn't help. That's why they're getting all gazed up when they get older. Because they didn't have this uh, <laughs> development of playing ball, of uh, running in the street, doing all these cohort things to get their uh, part ball, of the development. Bidiyuk. Bidiyuk. <laughs> exactly. But that was good for the development to get what I'm saying over here. What do we know? Then we'll have the kids playing on his computer all day long. So we said in the Gemara the king and the bride can wash their faces on Yom Kippurim. And we said the Hayah, the lady that just gave birth, 
she could also wear a sandal. That was the opinion of Rabbi the Ezer. See, Rabbi the Ezer was lenient by Melech, by Kala, and by Haya. And Achamim Osri. So the Gemara comes along and says, Matnitin, this Mishnah that said, what? That allowed the king uh, and the Kala to wash. Mani, who's the author of this over here? Which means, Rabbi the Ezer, uh, uh, and argue, maybe only by the Haya. We had, them, we had this question when we learned the Mishnah. When, when it says, V'achamim osrim, achim osrim by what? Maybe only by the last thing that Bili Ezer said. Maybe only by the Haya. But maybe achimim agree to the Melech and the Kalah that are not they argue on everything. So the Gemara comes along and says, that what? Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradjoni. It's the Shittah Rabbi Hananiah de Tanya. Melech v'kalah lo yirhatsu et penehem. Tanakama says, king cannot. Bribe cannot. Now what? A king and a kala, they can. Now we go back. A haya, which is the lady who just gave birth, lot in all et a sandal. Wow. So haya cannot wear a sandal. Mashma what? Hachim argue on everything. The Tanakama was Rabbi the Azad. We hear from Rabbi Hanam and Tanajon. And he was lenient by Melech, by Kala, and by Haya. Now the question is, my Ta'ama. My Ta'ama, Melech, Mishum Dikhtin, Melech, Meofiot, Azena Anech. The Melech has to look nice for the people. Kala, my Ta'ama, Kedeshelot et Kane, Al Ba'ala. So she doesn't look beginui in an unkempt, unclean way. To her husband. Kala is the first 30 days. First 30 days, or king is every day. And then Kala is, like we said, the first 30 days as well. Amar le, la ruhiya Kala ad Kama. Here we go. So Gibara says, Amar le, kedetanya, en monim takshitim in a Kala, which is balmenan. If let's say the Kala is be'avirut, she lost her mother or father, so normally we don't allow an avelat for a makeup. However, if the Avelut took place within the first 30 days of a marriage, they allow her to wear takshitin. Why? In order that she should not be hafe shalom mitkaneh al-ba'la. Rashi. En mon'in takshitin v'chule b'raita hi umaytina ma b'resh betula niset b'ketubot. Hare shayat b'chot habuach. Habotabar means the caterer already slaughtered all the meat for the wedding. The wine already was diluted. Meaning they, they, they make preparations for a wedding. Now the mother of the Kala passed away. It's funny, is that Abib Shel Chatan? Why can't it be the mother of the Chatan or the father? Ayan Shah, Ayan Shah. Machnisin et Hamet Vaheder, Veet a Chatan, Veet a Kala Lachupa, Uboel de Ilat Mitzvah, Uporesh. The wedding goes on. The wedding goes on. And the Arishona goes on. And then what? Ve'achakach Kobrin et Hamet. Unbelievable. So you see the first 30 days you need noi. So therefore, if Kippur, let's say, falls out within 30 days of the wedding, so they say, Kala, let her wash her face and all that. But that's what he's even over here. This is only talking about in a case where she, normally you would not be allowed to make yourself uh, so we give a dispensation to Kalaka. now in a case where you're allowed to make yourself beautiful for sure the Kalaka should make yourself beautiful even without 30 days understand the music 
אוקיי, רבותיי, ברוך אדוני לעולם, אמן ואמן. רבותיי, שם הלכות from today's daf. 78. It's on page half-alif in the books. גם במקום מצווה שמותר לעבור באמת המים, אסור לעבור בסנדלו. שאין הוא יכול להדקו על קודשו טוב. Yeah, because if you're gonna... The sadam might fall off, you might come to cover. רושים שיפולו ויבוא להתעתלנו. מנעל אין חשש וזה מותר. Fine, that's straightforward. Next one. אסור להצטנן בכלים שיש בהם מים. So מרם אז מחמיר. כלים that have water in it, אפילו הם חסרים. בין בכלים של חרס, כוס תפורס, בין של מטה, כוס תסליפרי. אבל בכלים ריקים מותר להצטנן. וכן בפירות ובתינוק. יורי, so in יום כיפור you could bring a pumpkin to shul and cool yourself off. אסור להרטיב מטלית או מגבת בעוד יום, להשתמש בו כמגבת ולהסתנן בה שעוששים שמא יבוא לידי סחיטה. Question is what if he squeezed it out from before? He said right, the rabbi said it. Right? That's the haka. החולה רוחץ כדרכו, אפילו שאינו מסוכן. Nice. הבא מן הדרך ולגליו עייפות, מותר לרחוץ במים. וואו. אין זה משום תענוג, אלא משום רפואה. נייס. מותר להרטיב מגיעים במים בערב תשעה באב. מוציאה מן המים. סקוויזר, בערב תשעה באב. זאת אומרת, זה מויסט. זה לא תופח על מנת להטפיח. והיא לחה ומקנח בה פניו ידיו ורגליו. אפילו אין הוא עושה כן אלא לתענוג. וואו. זה ביג וואן. המגובנים היום שאין בהם תורה מערבי מותר, זה שום תענוג לשמור על ההגיינה והווי כרפואה. כהן שיעיד לכהן אחרי שמום זה עצמו נפל נאמן ואין עושים שמא הם גומלים זה אלא זה הכהן that he told another כהן that it's a mum we don't say they're doing each other favors שמור לי ושמור לך אינם חושש וגומלין. נעילת הסנדל, האסורה דווקא של אור, נהיגו, מרן, only leather, אבל של בגד או עץ, או שעם שהם מקליפי עץ ומגיעים ממותן, אבל של עץ מחופה אור אסור. זה לא כמו רעיון הדריף, that the בגד of the shoe of wood was only a two cross it was leather. אסור לנעול סנדל ומנעל של אור, אפילו של עץ ומצופה באור אסור. אבל של גני או של קש או של בגד או של אלמיני מותר אפילו לצאת בהם לרשות הרבים. אבל זה אור, זה צריך להיות במקום של הכבוד, 
this? It's always comfort, anywhere on the foot. Meaning if it's on the outside. The swish is leather. The swish is leather. The Nike swish. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. It affects all the fact it's about look at the, the, the where, where the leather is. It doesn't have to only in the bottom of the shoe. It's on the bo- the top of the shoe and the back, as long as it's touching the foot. It's not a comfort. It's comfort. Cut it there, cut it there it is. It's not only a look thing, cut it there it is. Cut it there. Every leather causes the shoe to become more comfortable. Mutal Amod al Karibuk Sushil Or. I can sit on a leather couch and jump on the kippur. You want to sit on a leather couch? Mutal. They didn't make your suit leather, they didn't all say leather. Like Chinese, yeah. My guy wants to wear a leather jacket on uh, <laughs> leather pants. Kippur, when it comes to Kippur. Exactly. You've got special leather pants. Adam Risho was born on Rosh Hashanah. When did God make him after he sinned? He made him Kotnot uh, Or. So he wants to wear Kotnot Or. The leather couch. Not the Mutal la amod. La amod means he's standing. Because his feet are touching him. It's only la amod. Mutal la amod al karimung satochil amod, even though his feet are touching the leather. Sitting on it, they don't go there on sitting. They have to have leather seats in the shul. They can't sit in the shul on the board. They don't want to go there. They want to go there on leather. They want to go there on leather shoes. Not to stand, stand on, on leather. Kippur. Oh. Kippur. Kippur. You can tell the goy, obey the kids. Every kid has a dean of. Uh, ah, that's the problem. Technically, you can wash the kid because the kid needs it, but you're going to be in the hene from him. You put your hands in the water and you're bathing the kid and you're putting the oil on your hand to put it on him. So it's like an automatic. So that's why you're saying you can't do it. It's about yourself, says. But to feed the kids, the parents can feed the kids directly. Pick up the food, say, ah, give them the food. Ladies are not allowed to put makeup during the avelut. Because makeup is like the chitza. Right. After shiva, forget about kala. After shiva, you start, uh, even if even those that are mahmir, that not to do the chitzah for thirty days. However, eshet ish the matir. Yes, the matir on the chitzah after thirty days. So therefore, for father and mother. So even for that, the lenient for eshet ish. Bogeret shomit l'anis or girl that's in marriageable age. Muteret bechiyonu firkus afilu betoch shiva. Even betoch shiva. Somebody might come to the house during the shiva. She's a pretty girl. There's okay, man. That's a good girl. Might you take? But she's not. Bad. Mutal, okay, I'm going to get to the Akrab, that's coming up over there. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs>